0: Good and hot, watch it steam and crack and pop. Cornbread bacon in that stove, bring it to Tennessee farm table. Pick them maters, good and rap, drop him black and candy stripes. Look at them loading down those vines, bring it to Tennessee farm table. Bring it to Tennessee Farm Table.
1: Welcome to the Tennessee Farm Table, a show dedicated to the people of our Appalachian region who produce, prepare, and preserve our local foods and agricultural products. This is your hostess, Amy Campbell. Our theme song was graciously sung, arranged, and produced by East Tennessee's own Emmy Sunshine in Madisonville, Tennessee. We are really proud of this 14-year-old Tennessee talent. This morning, we are setting the table with traditional New Year's Day good luck foods. Here in the mountains south for good luck on New Year's Day, black-eyed peas, collard greens, and cornbread are always on the menu. Today, we're going to hear two recipes of that concoction in the form of Hoppin' and John. And also today, we have an Asian noodle dish with collards recipe, f- and I've got a recipe for a New Year's Greek good luck cake called a Vasilopita cake. Our guest today will be Mary Constantine, food writer for the Knoxville so New Sentinel on collard greens and a recipe for that Asian noodle and greens. This recipe cooks up in about 20 minutes, and it's thought to bring good luck to eat long noodles on New Year's Day in Asian cultures, as long as you don't break the noodles while you're cooking them or eating them. And Mary Constantine is going to share Lisa Smith's recipe for Hoppin' and John. And Lisa ran Big Fatties for 15 years in the Bearden area. Martha Boggs, owner of the Bistro at the Bijou, will share with us her way of making Hoppin' John with collards and black-eyed peas. And then I'll share with you a recipe for a traditional Greek New Year's Day good luck cake called the Let's first start off with Mary Constantine and let her tell us about collard greens and her recipe for Asian noodles and greens right now.
2: Collard greens have seen a resurgence of late, even being named one of the most nutritious of the greens family. In fact, a recent study shows that steamed collard greens outmatched steamed kale, mustard greens, broccoli, Brussels sprouts, and cabbage in its ability to help lower cholesterol. My grandmother always cooked her collard greens with a ham bone used for seasoning. My mother used bacon grease adding the seasoning to canned collards. And now I know why I didn't like them as a child. Me, I've gone old school like my grandmother. A ham bone is a must. And if I don't have one, I bake a ham simply so I can get the bone. The smoked ham hock found in the store just won't do. But there are many more ways to use collards than just simmered in a pot. They are great, sautéed, steamed, used fresh as a salad base, prepared in a quick stir-fry, or dropped into soup. In fact, it can be substituted for just about anything that calls for spinach. Just be mindful that the texture will be different as collards have a more toothsome bite to them. One of my favorite go-to dishes where I use collards is something I call Asian Noodles and Greens. To make it, you take angel hair pasta, because it cooks the quickest, and you place it in boiling water. Add a handful or two of collards, keep in mind they cook down pretty small, and then boil until the pasta is cooked through. In a separate pan, sauté your favorite mushrooms in a small amount of olive oil and soy sauce. Strain the pasta, collard mixture, and place in a sauté pan with the mushroom mixture. Sprinkle with sesame oil, sesame seeds, a little salt, some red pepper flakes for a kick, and serve warm. You can also add leftover chicken or pork if you like. Either way, you've got a filling meal in 20 minutes tops. This is Mary Constantine with the Tennessee Farm Table.
1: And now, Mary Constantine, many call her DD. Dee Dee is going to share with us a recipe for Hoppin' John. This comes by way of Lisa Smith, who owned and operated for 15 years Big Fatty's Restaurant in Bearden in Knoxville.
2: If you live in the South and you've never heard of the dish Hoppin' John, then you've just been keeping the wrong company. The traditional New Year's dish is made with black-eyed peas, pork... Uh, collard greens, if you prefer, diced celery and onion, green peppers, that type of thing. Some cooks prefer to use hog chow. others prefer to use smoked bacon, and still others prefer to use pulled pork. Lisa Smith in Knoxville she prefers to use smoked pork. If you would like to make her dish, all you need is four ounces of smoked pork, one cup of cooked black-eyed peas, and she recommends not using a can, a fourth of a cup of oil, one stalk of diced celery, a fourth of a cup of diced onion, one fourth cup diced green pepper, one tablespoon minced jalapeno, and some cooked white rice. To prepare it, you heat the oil over medium heat and cook the onion, green pepper, and celery for two to three minutes. Then add the pork, the black-eyed peas, and the jalapeno. Simmer it for five to six minutes and serve over rice. This dish will make one large serving or two smaller servings of Hoppin' John. Now, if you want to give the dish time to become even more flavorful, I recommend you put it all together on New Year's Eve and then cook it up for lunch the following day. Happy New Year. This is Mary Constantine with the Tennessee Farm Table.
1: And you're listening to the Tennessee Farm Table, and you've just heard from Mary Dede Constantine and her recipe for Asian noodles with greens, and she also shared Lisa Smith's Hoppin' John recipe. I've posted the recipe for the Asian noodles and greens on my website, TennesseeFarmTable.com, under that link that says, Listen to the Show. Up next, I've got a recipe for a traditional Greek New Year's Day good luck cake called Vasilopita. Support for the Tennessee Farm Table is brought to you in part by Century Harvest Farms and Century Harvest Farms Foundation in Greenback, Tennessee, a sustainable farm in East Tennessee producing 100% grass-fed beef and other wholesome farm products. Preservative-free grass-fed charcuterie, preserves, pickles, and jams. Also, home to the community-serving, food-insecurity-fighting Century Harvest Farms Foundation. Details at centuryharvest.com. And here is a traditional Greek New Year's cake recipe. It is called Vasilopita. And it's made of sugar, butter, flour, and usually flavored with anise or a substance called Mylab, which is the ground pit of a Mediterranean wild cherry, which might be a little tricky to find quickly around here by next Tuesday. So you can always substitute anise seed. I like to buy my spices from Three Rivers Market because they sell the bulk dry spices or the Indian Market in downtown West, and you can save a lot of money that way. This cake is eaten on New Year's Day morning, usually served along with a big breakfast, and it has a lucky coin, hard candy, or trinket baked inside the cake. This cake is served in order of youngest to eldest, and the person who served the slice with the trinket or coin or the hard candy is said to have good luck all year. So here's a recipe for this cake I found online at Epicurious. And I have this recipe written out and posted online with a link to the site with an image of the cake in case you can't write this down right now. That's TennesseeFarmTable.com under that link that says Listen to the Show. So here is the recipe. This makes 8 to 10 servings. For your ingredients, you'll need 3 4 cup blanched slivered almonds, 1 cup of light brown sugar, 1 tablespoon honey, 3 cups all-purpose flour, 2 teaspoons baking powder, 1 half teaspoon baking soda, 1 teaspoon malab or 1 tablespoon anise seeds, 1 cup or 2 sticks unsalted butter softened, 2 cups granulated sugar, 6 eggs, Two teaspoons lemon juice, one teaspoon vanilla extract, one cup of milk, and a lucky coin or a piece of hard candy or a trinket to bake in there for the good luck piece. And here's how you prepare it. Preheat the oven to 350 and butter a nine inch round cake pan and then a little four inch round cake pan. To make the cake, combine the almonds, brown sugar, and honey in a small bowl and set that aside. Mix the flour, baking powder, baking soda, and spice in a medium bowl and set aside. In a large bowl, cream the butter and granulated sugar until light and fluffy and add the eggs one at a time, beating well after each addition. Stir in the lemon juice and vanilla then add the flour mixture to the butter mixture alternating with milk and mix that well and to bake the cake here's what you do divide one third of the nut mixture between the two prepared pans scattering it in an even layer over the bottoms fill the smaller four inch pan two thirds full of batter then pour half the remaining batter into the larger nine inch pan Bake both layers for 20 minutes until the cake becomes a little bit firm. Sprinkle half of the remaining almond mixture in an even layer over both cakes and lay the coin on top of one of the partially baked cakes. Pour the remaining batter on top of each cake. Bake for another 20 to 25 minutes until a knife inserted into the center of each comes out clean. Let the cakes cool in their pans for 10 minutes. To serve it, remove the cakes from their pans and place the smaller one on top of the larger. Top with remaining almond mixture and serve warm. And this recipe is from Christina Castilla and the link for this off of Epicurious.com again is on my website. So good luck! And you are listening to the Tennessee Farm Table. You just heard a recipe for vasilopita, a Greek cake eaten for good luck on New Year's Day morning. And I've posted that recipe on my website, TennesseeFarmTable.com, under that link that says "Listen to the Show." Up next, we've got Martha Boggs. She's the owner of the bistro at the Bijou. And we've got her way of making black-eyed peas and collard greens and Hoppin' John for this special episode of the Tennessee Farm Table where we are featuring traditional New Year's Day good luck foods. We're talking about Hoppin' John. Yep. Years ago, I was here and it was around New Year's. It was before New Year's. And I ordered it and man, it was good. So tell us about how you make it and all that, would you? Well,
3: I, I grew up in East Tennessee, and uh, black-eyed peas and greens is what you traditionally eat on New Year's Day. And it's, the black-eyed peas are for good luck, and the greens are supposed to represent money. So I've always had that on New Year's Day. But here at the bistro, we've kind of evolved that recipe Uh, just a bit. When I first started working at the Bistro in 1993, you know, I was a good southern cook and put pork in everything that I made, but uh, a lot of our customers kept kosher, and they kept fussing at me about putting pork in everything, and then I had a couple of vegetarian uh, servers, so it kind of made me stretch myself and learn how to be a little bit of a better cook, and learn how to uh, get a lot of flavor just using garlic and hot pepper and vinegar and salt which is all the only things I use to season those greens with and uh, with the black eyed peas it's, it's the same thing I just keep a real simple seasoning profile mm-hmm. uh, it's just salt, pepper and garlic and uh, you know with uh, when you're using dry beans you really have to baby black eyed peas or they will split on you and I've always heard it that Salt makes the skin tough when you put it in first, but I think that's the old wives' tale. Because <laughs> my beans, I've always gone ahead and put the salt in it. And my, my beans always just turn out just fine. And I, I, uh, but with the black-eyed peas, you do want to soak those, bring them up to a boil, let them sit for a while, and then simmer them low. Now, you can season however you want to. Uh, any any favorite profile will work really well with black-eyed peas because it's got such a good earthy flavor. You know, they uh, it works well with any kind of mid-eastern seasoning, paprika's cumin, mm-hmm. anything like that. And, of course, it's great with ham hocks in it. It is. It is. <laughs> but, at, you know, especially if you're having guests over to your house, you can keep your vegetables vegetarian and, and uh have your ham on this on the side but here at the bistro we serve our hop and john um over uh basmati rice which is an organic basmati rice with the black eyed peas and then top that with the collard greens and then we make a uh, hot pepper relish uh, to uh garnish that with so you are killing me that so that uh that relish has got a sweet hot flavor to it you
1: make that relish here in are listening to the Tennessee Farm Table, and you just heard from Martha Boggs, she's the owner of the Bistro at the Bijou, on her way of making black-eyed peas and collard greens, and putting it all together for Hoppin' John. The Bistro at the Bijou is right there on Gay Street next to the Bijou Theater, and she's been cooking farm-to-table, home-style, heartwarming food in downtown Knoxville before the term farm-to-table was a term. One of the Tennessee Farm Table's favorite Knoxville kitchens right there. Thank you so much for joining us here today at the Tennessee Farm Table podcast and broadcast. It has been an honor to have your good company. We always love to hear from you on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter, or through the website TennesseeFarmTable.com. I'd sure love to hear from you and swap some recipes and stories. Big thanks to Emmy Sunshine of Madisonville, Tennessee for the musical arrangement and singing and recording of our theme song. For updated appearances, schedule, news, and her new recording, connect with Emmy Sunshine at the TheEmmySunshine.com. We hope you have a good week and keep on digging. This has been a Campbell Creative Incorporated production.